Okay, so welcome to um, iPet Network's podcast, Educating Tony. And today, I'm really excited to have um, Helen Kirby on from Bone Idol in Brighton, who's the head shooter, who is going to kind of give us a bit of a rundown on Asian fusion, or as we were talking before, Asian... Uh, well, you can tell us all about it, Helen. So, Helen, um, <laughs> welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you for having me. <laughs> no problem, no problem. It's a real pleasure. Um, so, really, I, I, I'm really kind of a novice with with dog grooming and, and all sorts of different areas but one of the one of the things I've been interested in looking at recently is Asian fusion mm-hmm. or you were talking before we before we did the podcast you were talking it's called is it clustering cows now um yeah well people tend to call it Asian freestyle now because it's kind of gives you the um you have free reign to kind of do what you want with it <laughs> okay. there are there are certain rules to it but it is very creative oh right okay so let's put around what are the rules so I mean the main the main thing is that the muzzle has to be scissored perfectly kind of round or in a heart shape sorry the dogs have just all run in the room go on <laughs> they've opened okay. the door themselves <laughs> oh, don't want to shut any tails in the door um yeah so the the muzzle is the first thing you look at so that's the um, it needs to be like perfectly scissored, perfectly round, and then the head shapes. There's lots of different head shapes. Um, there's like a mushroom head, um, peanut head. There's loads of different head shapes that you can do, and then, um, but you can kind of put your own style on with Asian fusion. <laughs> okay, okay, that's really interesting. So obviously, you you deliver the dog grooming um, at, at Bone Idol, yes. you know, linked to iPad. So what? How? How? Actually, how did you get into that type of uh, grooming then? Well, I kind of noticed it like a year after I'd started grooming. Um, and I basically saw a post on Instagram and it was of this dog and it was just the cutest little thing. And it just looked like a teddy bear and you could only just see like half of its eyes. It was like, it was almost like it was peering over its muzzle hair. Um, and it just looked so cute and it just really grabbed my attention. Um, so I just thought I really wanted to try and, um, Basically, I set it as my goal is I really want to be able to groom like that one day. And um, I'm still still working on it. But, yeah, no, it's it's a really fun, fun, creative thing to do. Okay, so <clears throat> is there any type of dogs that you, 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 you specialise in or is there any types of dogs you can't really do it with sort of things? Is, is, you know, is there any restrictions to the size of dog or...? Not really, no. You can do it on um, most coat types, to be honest. Um it just it's all about so basically there's there's breed standards um and breed standard grooms are designed for dogs like the dog's purpose so for example terrier's eyebrows um they have those a bit longer to protect their eyes against um like vermin um, poodles have pom-poms to protect their joints from the cold water when retrieving but with asian fusion the purpose is literally just to make them look cute um and just enhance their cute features all right. Okay. So uh, it, it's it, again, it's freestyle and, and uh, kind yeah, of yeah. making it making it as most attractive as you possibly can. So yeah. how how did you how did you start to learn it then? What did what did you do? How did you get into sort of thing? Right. Because obviously, you know, the, the normal dog grooming that that I've seen, it, mm-hmm. like you say, it's about uh, the purpose of the dog and, and make you know and, and and make it welfare of that of that coat. But where did you go? Where, where did you look? Where, where did you find the inspiration? Um... 
Well, f- first of all, I followed loads of Instagram accounts and loads of different groomers that um, already do Asian freestyle and then started trying to copy the shapes. And I mean, I really, at first, I really didn't know what I was doing. I was just taking the beards really short and trying to like get it, get it nice and round. And it is just practice, practice, practice. Um, and then I... Last year, my, basically, my boyfriend turned 30 and we were going on a holiday to the Philippines. And I said, I basically said, can I just extend my holiday and go and train in Malaysia at Petsicon, um, which is a, a grooming school. And they obviously teach Asian fusion. So, yeah, I went there as well for a week. So that was that's mainly how I've got better at it and progressed. And what was that experience like then over there? Um, it was really hardcore. <laughs> like it? I. Like we, um, I, I obviously went there thinking I could do like basic shapes and things like that. And they, they stripped it back to basics. Like you couldn't even, you weren't even allowed to kind of hold your scissors within the first couple of hours because they wanted you to draw it on paper. Because if you can't draw it on paper, the perfect shape, then you can't scissor it. So it was really, they stripped it right back and it was so, it was so good. I'm so glad that they did it that way. Because um, it is really important. If you can't draw the shape, then how are you going to be able to scissor it with just sharp, sharp tools in your hand? That's an interesting. That, that's a, that's a very interesting way of uh, of, of of kind of visualizing what your end product's going to be, isn't it? In, yeah. Because obviously that's what they're trying to get you to do as well is is look at where that is. So that was yeah. a really that was a really cool experience. So when you came back, then what 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 sort of additional skills did you learn? What did, what did you feel confident on? um well basically after being there for six days I was just so inspired and I then had to go on a two-week holiday to the Philippines and I was just itching to get back home and (laughs) and, um get a pair of scissors in my hand again and then just I basically just started with all the normal dogs that we groom in the salon um like cockapoos and like poodle crosses schnauzers if they ever asked for the beards to be taken a bit shorter I would just do like a kind of more simplified, simplified, simplified version of Asian yeah. fusion to kind of ease them into it, and then they they'd love it. And then I'd say, well, it's kind of this style that I've learned in Malaysia, and then they just let me. They kind of just trusted me to just do whatever I wanted. And I've been, I've had lots of lovely customers that are just like, yeah, we trust you, do what you want, and then I can just practice it. One of the things I was interested in is about competition. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, where do you go with this? What do you, what do, you do with it? And, and how, you know, where, 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 where can you show it? So there's lots of um, competitions that now include um, an Asian fusion class. So there's beginner, intermediate, um, and obviously advanced. Um, and if you ha- if anyone is doing Asian fusion and they want to get any better at it, I would just say to enter because you're just going to get feedback and, that's how you grow. You, you need to get feedback to be able to get any better at anything um, and just throw yourself in the deep end. Okay. So, I mean, have you entered the competitions? Have you, have you, have you been in? How, and how successful have you been? Um, so I've only entered a couple of Asian freestyle ones online. Um, and I did come third in the Great British Groom Off recently, which I was so surprised and really happy about. Um, but, yeah, it's just kind of made me want to do even more now. And just okay. get get even better. <laughs> I just want to better myself. Well, that's great. I mean, that's great to have some sort of goals. And obviously, you, I mean, you, you appear on Pooch Perfect, which I'm, I'm sure give you some really good experience. Yeah. I mean, uh, one of the things is, do you think Asian Fusion will be in one of those competitions in the future? 
Yeah, yeah. So they they did. Um, I can't remember which episode it was, but they had um, they did have an Asian freestyle class. Um, it wasn't my one though, unfortunately. I re- really wish it had been. Um, but yeah, my the spiral design. I was actually planning on doing an Asian fusion muzzle on Ogo, the dog that I had, but he had a shaved face. So when he came in, I had to kind of redo my like redo my whole groom and just think right I've got got to change it <laughs> but oh, um yeah. but yeah no it was it was good though but I wanted to add a little element of that in it just because I had been to Malaysia not not that long ago but yeah it is what it is <laughs> it was yeah and, and like you say it's all experience and that's the key thing is just about carrying on learning isn't it not just about giving up on not getting it right the first time and, yeah and, definitely and pushing yourself and pushing your boundaries which it sounds like you do so kind of to wrap yeah. things up then mm-hmm. two things then is you know what tips would you give to people who or groomers who are interested in uh, in going down that road what sort of tips would you give them so firstly i would um join all of the face facebook groups about asian freestyle so there's um asian freestyle groomers support group um asian fusion grooming crazy asian style grooming fan um you can also get um, dog models as well like the dog models with the removable wigs and just right. practice practice Asian fusion on them um, just in case you don't have any clients that are willing to let you try it yet um, yeah. and there's loads of books you can get um, go to seminars and watch loads of web webinars as well there's just so much out there that you can that you can do <laughs> It sounds like you. It sounds like you've been involved in all of those. It sounds like you've been getting yourself really involved. So that, that is, yeah, it's, it's just... really important that you say. You say you can you can access lots of different things with technology now that possibly mm-hmm. wouldn't have been available at one time. And then the, the last question really to round mm-hmm. it all up is: What's the next steps for you then with uh, with Asian freestyle? I just want to just keep learning, keep learning more, and. Um enter more competitions get feedback um i think it's really important to especially when you're like learning to never want to be better than anyone else you should just better yourself and that's all that i want to do is just be better than i am today well you know what if there's no best place to stop this podcast it's got to be there (laughs) Uh, because i think it's a great you know i think that's a really really uh, important point that we sometimes we we try and do too much pressure ourselves uh, rather than just uh, thinking enjoying it and yeah yeah definitely well look helen it's it's been it's really been a pleasure talking to you and and it's really educated educated me on on some really key things so (laughs) you know uh I appreciate your time. No, and, that's uh, okay. No, thank you for having me. No worries. And this was a, a iPad Networks podcast, Educating Tony. Oh, thank you.